0: hi there welcome welcome to my day one welcome to the world of podcasts welcome to you welcome to your journey welcome to auditory rejuvenation <laughs> so if you're here i'm guessing you like to listen to podcasts i do too and finding anchor was everything for me because i love tools that you know give you quality but still maintain a required sense of simplicity you know, whereby if you want to incorporate any other tools or basically anything outside of the app, it's just a bonus. It's just something you specifically want to and that makes it easier, especially in cases whereby you don't want to have to carry around a lot of equipment. So yeah, so that was your notification that maybe you should try it out. I would, I would definitely recommend Anchor because it's organized in a way that just a bit of everything, you know, the processes and um, if you want to get into putting music in the background, if you want to monetize the podcast, it takes care of everything in an organized way and you have just everything in one place so you don't have to worry about routing yourself or looking into something else or going through a third party app. everything is right there you know and they offer their own ambassador ads so it's a great place to start it's definitely a great place and if you want to download it you can go to the anchor app that is a n c h o r or you can go to anchor.fm online if you just want to get started and see just Know what it's about and uh, the amazing thing too is that it's free and basically it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode. Welcome to my day one and enjoy every single bit of it. Welcome. Hey wonderful, Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the 22nd episode. I love numbers. I love the synchronicities. So, us being in 2022 and it being the 22nd. <laughs> Makes me unnecessarily giddy, like I'm five years old. But welcome, welcome to another venture into our minds, thoughts, and whatever the stream is. Because we're really just receivers. We're vessels, and we just get to receive and then just evaluate whether we need it want it we can use it for and that's really it it's really it's just an experience it's an experience for a reason we just get to use whatever is present that's why they try to remind us that you know matter is created transformed but it cannot be destroyed from getting that right yeah so just to quantify that into our daily daily lives You start to realize that a lot of things are really just there for you to see, do, be, ignore, or elevate, or expound, or be more of, or be less of. It's sort of just always a sense of encapsulating everything around you. So you get to choose. You get to choose what passes by you. You get to choose what you actually develop and get interested in and committed to and all these things but they're really just choices all around we might think that oh i'm obligated to do this and that but it's never really the case never really the case um for a while i kept looking into when old version old versions of mental health and i think there's one description of um <laughs> the whole idea of how we think about our lives like how somebody might think that their physical body here in the planet is sort of a prison it's keeping them in this treacherous world for a reason or you know somebody else thinks it's a wonderful vessel it's a wonderful experience it's a medium through which they can touch the world because if you look at yourself from a vibrational point like a vibrational point <laughs> you sort of understand that maybe if you went different um not if you went your original version You wouldn't be able to touch feel and taste things so somebody else may just view the their physical being as just a vessel something they use to travel the world that is why maybe even um christians would be like oh you know i'm not this is not my home you know i'm just passing by or if you look into different different doctrines they're kind of all saying the same thing just in like weird twisted and ciphered way but if you like really sit down and you know take away the <laughs> the ancestral judgment or you know like fear of the unknown or fear of what you don't understand and you just really get into the basics of what are they saying what do different translations say what's really behind the messages and you try to like read in between the lines and you start to realize that it's really the same thing all around just different interpretations you know and some of that's a good thing sometimes you know it does get lost in translation That is why in whatever you do, wherever you are, you know, create your own reality, create your own understanding in a sense that let everything else around you just be a buffet, let everything else around you just be a mind that you go into and you look for what you're actually looking for. Meaning that, you know, if one thing does not make sense in this version, try to find a different version of it or basically cultivate your own understanding because, as great as it is to just find something that's already done for you and maybe just get into a or you know, whatever, like whatever field of study that is already... Like, they've done the research, they've done... Basically, all the groundwork. So all you're doing is just showing up and taking up this ideal. Your life is a lot better when you actually examine it and you choose what ingredients get to be in your life. The same way you wake up and you choose what outfit to wear. should be the same with the philosophies you decide to incorporate in your life with the things you choose to make the sounding board that all your ideas and dreams and all that you are about can bounce off of in a way that enriches your life and enriches your life experience and just brings you more satisfaction and contentment because at the end of the day that is really all we're looking for everything we venture into is just in essence to make us a little bit better than we are but when you go deeper into what that actually means you start to realize that satisfaction is not something to be a tiny it's something to become it's something you cultivate on a daily to a point that that is just where you're coming from so if you're coming from a place of satisfaction and just you being you everything else becomes an adventure it becomes something you're willing to objectively see without getting too caught up in it because you're not desperate in a way that your life depends on it but you understand that you can build your own system your own world within and just find that stability and everything else is just a place you visit the same way you just go to work and come back home you treat everything else the same so point whereby you're not too caught up in a belief or you know an idea or a projection or a stereotype. Like, you get to choose what you actually think. Because it's very easy to get carried away in, you know, movements and a lot of those things, they're very emotionally driven for a reason. They appeal to emotion to, you know, not make you second guess it. So, if you're too caught up into this amazing love story of, you know, what it's about, it's easy to actually ignore even the knowledge and the wisdom in all those scenarios just because your emotions drive you to just unquestioned devotion or and i don't think i actually don't think i don't know, i don't think any of any of these uh sources are really looking for zombies in a sense because if you're not questioning anything if you're not really trying to see what it actually means for you and have your own description of every study you get into then you are just walking by and just saying yes or no, or and that's just it. you're not really cultivating into the roots or you know the science or anything so all this runs just really drive you to always be present in where you are be present in everything you do yes even if it sounds amazing get into the details of why and today's topic is it's in the why you know if you get into a lot of the motivational streams there's always a whole a whole routing back to you know find your why cultivate your why like if you have a strong why you do things or why you're waking up every single morning it takes you through different different advancements in a way that you hear stories like oh he accomplished this or that or she went through this and that because they had a strong will to get through it or they were so motivated to achieve their goals because of this and that or you know they I don't know climbed Mount Everest (laughs) or Mount Everest or whatever like every time you get into all these accomplishments some of them are all routed around you know having a strong why or like the motivation or their secret ingredient to why you do what you do and somehow like the more grand or extreme or you know deep your why is you know, the more extraordinary or supernatural your experience becomes. It's a lot. I mean, it's 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 nice. It's I'd I love to watch it. I'd love to get into the details. But at the end of the day, everything else seems to have a way into our mundane activities. And to me, that's where the hairs on my body sort of stand because it's all fun and games when you're just watching this in extreme situations, you know, like I don't need to jump over a cliff. So I'm not really worried about that but like that is fun to watch when you think it's that it's that much outside of you in a sense that a lot of situations we you know get into maybe for entertainment or just for optical pleasure or just to you know just see what's going on in the world they seem so far away they seem like oh that's that's such a nice story or like oh they went through this and this or whatever but a lot of those things actually we we go through them on a day-to-day just because you know, our mundane lives don't really have maybe that much excitement, like you're not constantly jumping off a plane, or you're not constantly having to (laughs) swim out of quicksand, if that's actually a term, but we still have to cultivate this basic, so figuring out your why actually simplifies your life on a much deeper level, because growing up, we didn't really have the luxury, uh, this was the most disrespectful question you could ask, an authoritative parent or guardian whoever you grew up with in a sense that when they tell you to do something you're like why should I do it you know that always calls for you getting grounded or you getting a beating or you getting whatever like whatever you're blessed with growing up but in a sense that we grew up with a negative connotation to the statement why so as you if you continue to grow and never actually revisit these things you function this way even as an adult in the sense that you go through your life constantly just doing things because of doing things because you need a paycheck, doing things because you need acceptance, doing things because you need adoration, doing things because you want to preserve your reputation or so just basically constantly just doing. And it's why you reach a certain level in your life and you're wondering... Or if, if you have not, at least you have seen somebody ask themselves this question. Like, I've done all these things, but quite frankly, I don't even know why I did them. Because they're not even bring me that much satisfaction in my life. Or I feel like I've actually wasted my life. I gave my life to all these activities, but none of them have actually given me a substantial return. Because at the end of the day, despite how similar we might be, despite us sharing the same planet... Every single person is somehow ingrained with something they want to do, something that is just intrinsic, it's just there, like you just love to do this. So, somebody may just have a high affinity for science, somebody else has a high affinity for the arts. There's just always that intrinsic affinity for things we have not really gotten into ahead of time. Just you can see if you let me tell you that if you have kids. As much as you have all these aspirations for them, or you're trying to recreate your own childhood to make them better, give them a chance to actually step into who they really are. Because the same way every single organism on this planet comes with its own genetics. And genetics, not just in the sense that it determines your, you know, if you're healthy or sick or female or male, but it goes much deeper than that, in the sense that your own writing and blueprint. That's why a mango seed is not going to grow up to be a pineapple as much as you may want a pineapple so bad and you might actually find a way to just re-engineer it to do that but just find a pineapple but basically everything leaving is already written to be whatever it's supposed to be and not in a faded destiny all your life is written you have no control over it no it's just that if we're all here and we can't really trace where we came from yet this planet seems to survive with or without us then we're kind of All here just to serve our own purposes in a way that you are truly filling a gap. You are truly truly here to do something, even if it may not be something that goes in the mainstream, may not be something so grand for somebody to write about, or is something very historical. But I think every everybody's participation is historical, honestly, because if you get into the world right now and just take out one profession, everything starts to crumble. We we don't appreciate this on a larger scale, and I love the big picture mentality. But you actually want to have an oscillating mentality in a sense that you always, you can always appreciate the big picture but also appreciate the necessary small details because if you build a magnificent tower and not put the beams right that's enough for you to fall apart yet when you look at the building you're not really looking at the beam if you're not an engineer into all that you don't really look at what it's made of yet what it's made of matters a lot so if you look at this entire planet And you actually think that maybe they're just specific fields that are that important or you know like certain jobs or certain ventures or genres or whatever, if you you just take out just a few everything starts to crumble yes with technology and all this it might actually maybe um, replace it or you know like incorporate something else but every time we attempt to do that we actually see the adverse situations like if you've watched any android movie it's like they tell you like, the androids always take over it's it's sort of it's a it's a it's dark humor from my perspective in a sense that it's a natural world right yes technology is amazing i'm all for it but then we're supposed to use technology to still enhance who we are so that technology does not create a different human being it's just sort of another vessel for us to do what we need to do in a more efficient and less exhausting way so Whatever technologies we make going forward, it does not take away from your own intrinsic purpose and your own writing. There is something within you to do. And I think we lose sight of this when we try to compare it to everybody else. Because quite frankly, if you were put on a table under a microscope, you are a very different human being. Yes, in a chemistry perspective, there might be a lot of similarities, maybe like molecules or all these things. But... If that was the case, honestly, we would not be able to tell ourselves apart. There would be no need for everybody to have a name. They would all, maybe all just have numbers or, I don't know, like there wouldn't be a need for individualistic existence. There wouldn't be a need for countries. There There wouldn't be a need for continents and independence and, you know, patriarchy or there wouldn't be a need for any of that if we really weren't individually built for something specific. That is why we have roles. That is why we have duties and all these things because everybody has something. But then again, like everything on the planet, if it's not understood, it's very easy to make it perverse. Not in that sense, but in a way that you don't use it for what it's actually meant to be. If you have watched the movie Divergent, right? Or a lot of these, uh, there are actually a lot of movies that do this whole um, section thing whereby they have a section of people that are just the elites. So those would be the politicians or the Democrats. <laughs> Not <laughs> the democrats in the sense but like so when we have that here like we have political groups and all these things so in that sense there would be in the elite section whereby you have you know you like you have the basically the fancy positions the college jobs all that right then you have a section whereby they're uh maybe they do the farming they do they take care of nature they do all these things that are just nature best right then you have the middle class that maybe does the sales jobs, that does all these other things. Then you have, like, if you've watched, if you can just look up the movie Divergent or the series and just look into, like, how they sectioned everything, it'll give you a picture. Then you had a specific group that were just maybe, the anger management group that did the military, or stuff like that. So I, I like seeing stuff like that because it shows you that the, like we we do actually understand subconsciously. So I I don't know if it's just subconsciously or if it has just become, I don't want to say a weird topic, but there's a way that the best way to hide something is hide it in plain sight. So when you make something seen quite often, people stop looking for the loopholes. Same way a magician comes in front of you and they're really doing well calculated tricks, but the fact that it's in front of you, it makes you lower your senses. It makes you lower your guards in the sense that you're not looking for anything hidden. You're like, why would he hide anything in front of me? Yeah, that That's actually the best place to hide it. So when I see all those movies or, you know, pictures or books, I write this stuff out. It's beautiful because I'm like, somebody gets it. And sometimes we all do, but maybe just not quite up on me as we'd like to. So... <laughs> Uh, back to the topic, it's in the Hawaii. Silently, one is cultured to remain stuck in the cause and effect mindset, which gets larger with every new level, every new age, every new you know, section, century, whatever. So when you find yourself doing things just because or in attempt to get, but not because you are intrigued or interested. I wonder if there was actually a few words to fully captured that essence but in a very simplistic way and I found intrinsic intrinsic and extrinsic motivation extrinsic motivation is what is where you're actually doing stuff because you want to honor reward or avoid a punishment and these they, they sound like very primitive t- terms that so you think only a child would be worried about this but when we grow, everything is just restructured. It's the same thing, but just made in a more fancy way, I would say. So the punishment here would be you not being able to pay your bills or you being able to not to afford the luxury you want to leave. Or what would be you getting a paycheck, you're getting a bonus, you're getting, you know, a promotion or just maybe stature or maybe getting up in the social groups and all that and intrinsic motivation is just you doing something because it's rewarding to you like it literally has nothing to do with anybody else like if you wake up and you're like i just feel like being more hydrated that's just you right but if you wake up and you're like oh i need to drink water because everybody's being hydrated and like drink water and mind your business or whatever like learning getting back to you doing things because you want to just like when we're younger and we just don't want to sleep or we want to watch tv all day or we want to maybe play with the soil or want to climb buildings like whatever we wanted to do like if we actually had an environment that cultivated that in an educated way because quite frankly children live in their own imagination they live in their own world completely they have <laughs> i like to say that whenever i see babies like they have no respect for physics they have no respect for gravity and i feel like that's the essence we sort of have to recultivate in us in a sense that all these things are there but they're not there to impede your imagination they're not there to impede your progress because the I mean if you start putting all those blockages in front of you because of what already exists then you cannot even create more because you sort of you get a negative connotation to the idea of creation because like if somebody created gravity that means they don't want us to fly so even you if you don't actually re that in a way that's actually positive and progressional you get stuck just like <laughs> it's like how um the reason a lot of people get iffy with the words universe god or stuff like that because it's it's not because of those terms by themselves, but it's just the association we have with it. Just like if somebody has been maybe abused or you know mistreated whatever by a male figure, they're not they may not really be able to appreciate the concept of God when somebody's like, oh, he he's a good God or he's a God of love, just because you put a he in that statement. So. <laughs> association we get a build over time they really impede our own progression that is why honestly as soon as you can think for yourself and make a few choices without your surrounding actually coming in to manipulate it you have to revisit yourself revisit your passions revisit who you were before anybody else told you who you should be like revisit those things and you have to rewrite your own history because if you don't you're just doomed to stay in the same stagnant place and quite frankly or sadly do the exact same thing to the next generation even if you don't have kids of your own your own words your own being your own existence will affect somebody the exact same way and you're like and this actually here it's not really about the other person it's the main focus is always you so revisit those things that way you can unlock yourself and free yourself truly from within and be able to just do whatever you want to do 'cause we think it's subtle. We think just because you don't live with your parents anymore, because you don't they don't they don't control a lot of the things around you. You think that all oh, the PTSD disappeared. <laughs> it did not. Actually it took me a while with last week, uh, I think childhood PTSD or whatever. But it's there. So you have to recultivate yourself and go back to your innate meanings of why did I like doing this? And what, how can I translate that to today? Because, of course, you were five. You cannot do everything you're doing when you're five. But you can always transform that into a now moment, into a now description that fits into where you are today. So instead of getting back to your intrinsic self and just getting doing away with uh, doing things just because of what I'm getting or what I'm not getting because honestly because of this it's no wonder that there's a rise in manipulative way of doing things yet if we actually showed up with our authentic selves without moral agendas we would excel exceedingly so that is why you see there's a rise of narcissism a rise of all these things and yes they are they do have the extremes. i understand that but I think it also takes away from us understanding that at the end of the day we are doing these things. We are we are building these things. Cause yes, they're like, oh, there's no cure for these things. But come on, if you've been on this planet long enough, you know that there's no cure is just saying that I don't know how to do it. And that's what we should really just say that I don't know how to do it. But don't don't immediately just wrap it up as there is no cure. No, you have not found the cure. That does not mean that somebody else won't, right? I mean there were horses for a long time until the forest came around. Like We've all seen progression, so the word, there is no cure, there's no other way to do it, should just be politely, politely encapsulated in, I don't know how to do it, we don't know how to do it, yet, and just leave it at that, but the root cause, honestly, is in our own personal structures, because if you don't work on yourself, you can't expect yourself to be better. And then if we're all just not working on ourselves, but then we're all looking on to the next person to change, there is no change coming forever for anybody. It's just like how I love, I love just seeing everybody's perspective because everybody has wisdom you can actually benefit from. But the longer you listen, even to myself, honestly, even when I listen to myself long enough, I'm like, "Mm, we need to work on that. Quite quite frankly, and that's the one thing you want to look into yourself because... If you wake up and feel like there's nothing about you you'd want to do better, then maybe that's what you need to do better at. Like just that. Because at the end of the day, we've all had experiences we had no control over. But as soon as that activity stops, the responsibility falls back into your hands. Yes, you'd want to blame all these people. You want to do all these things, and they're all justified. You are fully, fully justified, but you have responsibility for why you do things when the activity stops. So they tell you that a lot of trauma ended. Like, whoever hurts you is not there anymore, right? Unless you're speaking in the perspective of you're not in that state anymore. But if you're still suffering the same wounds, the same triggers, this you have now become the abuser. You are now torturing yourself, you are traumatizing yourself and it completely has nothing to do with the other person. Because at the end of the day, people are going to do what people do, right? Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but our association with it or how much we let it, we let it you know, either contaminate or improve us depends on our receptivity. So whether you're going to become a better person or not, that is in your hands. It has nothing to do with your childhood, it has nothing to do with what you went through because... You can't change that. I mean, if you, if you really want to change that, then get in the lab and build a time machine. Like, I'm all for, you know, justifying, you know, how we got where we're going and all those things. But it has to come to a point whereby it becomes a functional, reflective tool in a sense that don't just go there for the sake of going there. It's just recreating this whole idea of us just existing to just do because of. Like, do it constructively. If you're going to revisit your trauma... You're tra- if you're going to revisit your trauma, do it specifically because you're going to change something about it. You know, not because you want to just justify why you still wake up every single day angry justify why you're constantly triggered no like do it specifically because you want to do something about it do it because you want to feel better don't just do it because it's a very interesting story to make people feel sorry for you or actually you to feel sorry for yourself because a lot of times we want to justify our pain we want to justify why we have no motivation to leave anymore but as painful as it is quite frankly it's in our hands it is in our hands because I think I I think the whole statement of you know the day like the devil is just a representation of the power you give away that is why in a lot something I'm glad actually never subscribed to the whole idea of like whenever something bad happens you're quick to be like oh the devil did that really I mean really Like, don't get me wrong, like, (laughs) depending on what you subscribe to, it's essential to have, you know, all these characters because characters help help us to compartmentalize and be able to understand different aspects of our lives. That is where, actually, I think if you sit down and maybe study every compilation of put ourselves through whether it's like abundance or satisfaction or innovation or wisdom, right? These are all just words. But if you go into any doctrine, any religion, you find that these words were just made into stories or made into people. So if you have Solomon, someone would be the epitome of wisdom or if you have love. Like it's really just another way to see the things we need to just do on a daily But because we have an imaginative mind, we sort of understand mystical things better than we do mundane day-to-day things. Like, it might be harder to tell a person that, you know what, like, let it be, honestly. You don't know why the person did what they did. At the end of the day, despite how bad or treacherous it is, like, it's not a way to justify it. But truth is, you have, you literally, you're not privy to anybody's existence. You could live with a person in the same house, same room, same everything, and still know nothing about them. That's why I think if you watch, I had to take a break, but if you watch like crime shows or whatever, so usually the guy that did it had a bunch of people that used to think he was, oh, he was just such a nice person, whatever. How do you know that? Like, how do you know that? That is why even when you look at abuse victims, you look crazy when you tell the story because everybody's building their own reality. That's really it. That is why before, any, before if you actually study how people are actually able to you know, get manipulated, or all these things. It's really just a manipulation of your reality. You know, if somebody's able to distort your reason for doing things, that is enough for you to just get into their world and just do things. And you don't even know why you're doing it, but it just makes sense because you have lost the sense of why you do what you do. Just like how you find these people, and they're fully existing, fully functional human beings, but they're not alive. Like, they're not present at all. They're not, because... Every single day they're having their reality rereading, Whether it's gaslighting, whether it's all these things. You know, And when you lose control or a grasp of your reality, you lose yourself. Because reality is truly objective. And how you see the world truly, truly matters. Because at the end of the day, we only give what we are. If I live in a dangerous, you know, paranoid or sad or scarce reality i can't be more than that i absolutely cannot because you whatever you subscribe to you are so if you let yourself go to a point whereby you don't check anything you subscribe to you don't check your belief systems or something ever happened and you maybe it's even actually the first time you've encountered it but you already had a saved reaction right like it's your first time encountering it it has never happened to you before but as soon as it happened you sort of knew how to react to it that is very questionable because in any sense if it's the first time you're seeing something you should usually at least be blank like oh, okay and just over time build your reaction to what you think it means right but if you're triggered of actually I don't even think the word trigger actually helps because trigger just makes it seem like like it's just that plane like it's just you're just triggered and that's it but no actually it's more than that I hope there's actually better words to describe the trigger but when you find yourself just having innate responses and especially when it feels like it's either negative or it's just deceptive or elusive to things you've actually never fully encountered at least not consciously it's something that's very very questionable because you don't you don't want to leave your life and not even be aware of the life you're living so if you're not questioning why you do things, if you're not questioning if there's a better way to be, if you're not questioning of what I'm, why I'm actually here, you know, and it's not a way to you know get into an ex- a fight with your existence, but it's a way to actually just tap into it and appreciate the openness it comes with. Then actually just showing up and thinking that I'm just here to mark my days, and you know something's gonna happen, or somebody's gonna come and pick me up, or whatever. I love, I love it. I love it honestly, and. I think every single person goes through their own stages. Some it's for a lifetime, some it's not. To me, honestly, those studies, they, they do give me a peace of mind when I don't want to do the work. That's really how I describe it. Like, the times when I don't really want to work on myself, I'll run to a religious saying, I'll re- run to something to just take the responsibility off of me. Yet how better would it be if you actually take responsibility of yourself first, then just pick up whatever doctrine you want to pick up, just because you want it, just because you like it. Just that. You know, I just, I like what they're about. I like, I like the way they leave. I like the way they eat. I like the way they do this. That is why I'm doing it. Not because, a lot of times you can't even answer the because. A lot of times you cannot. Maybe you'll just associate it to your life experiences and all that. But honestly, if you cannot exist as a fully functional being without a rule book, that's on you. Like, that's so new. And I don't think there is something that's going to save you from that. It's just a matter of time until you sleep up. But well, that is why a lot of people find it even very hard to associate to people that are so ingrained into their own beliefs. Because you can't relate at all. You cannot. You have no more understanding of just the act of being human. To me, I'm like, show me a person who can just be good for the sake of being good. Be kind for the sake of being kind. You know, be, be just be themselves for the sake of being themselves. Not because they're worried about them going to hell so what happens when hell is taken out of the picture what happens if a new book comes out tomorrow and they're like oh sorry there's no hell we're all going to heaven we all know what's that what that will actually do like it's 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 not a very substantial structure so you need to get into the why you do things So to me I'm like I get it it's beautiful but you need to have responsibility for yourself as well first you know, instead of just rushing to be like, oh, it's not right, or it's not this or that. No, you need to cultivate your why, cultivate your reasons before you actually pick up anything else. Because you need to sort of re-question the external priorities that you think still have a hold in you. Like, who are you without the rules? Who are you without the guidelines? Who are you without the commandments? Who are you? Because that's the person you need to work on. That's the person you need to cultivate. That's the person you want to learn to love. That's the person you want to be comfortable with. That's the person you want to sit every single day with. And learn their quirks and all their weirdness. And all their disturbing thoughts. Because we all have very dystopian perspectives. One way or another. We're just a little bit polished than the other person. So it's easy for us to be like, oh, like how could you do that? Or whatever. But quite frankly, we all have a little bit of that shadow sense of who we are so if you don't get that question you're just relying on something else to help you cover that up it's just a matter of time that's really it and even if you manage to make it to the end whatever that is you have so lived a very deceptive and elusive life and it doesn't matter what you tell yourself until you know why you do what you do you can never really derive pure satisfaction out of it and that's what that's what you're really looking for you know and until you can get to a place where you are presently doing and being just because not as a means to an end in other words do because not because of you know love leave rest work laugh you know exist sleep just because you know like breathe to breathe sleep to sleep eat to eat you know don't just do things because of you know it's like how you say i'm eating my feelings your feelings are very extreme uncultured uneducated perverse things when they're not checked do you really want to eat based off your feelings you know when you get into what what the statements we tell ourselves actually mean you start to realize that we are doing these things for ourselves and you take away the beauty in just the day-to-day activities when you when you associate them to the parts of you that have not been examined so you know just eat to eat and not to cover up or avoid something but fully participate in your life participate in the choices and being responsible for yourself be responsible for all your choices and understand that at the end of the day you're a human being, beautiful, plastic, and able to change and flexible. Before you defend it and saying that I cannot or it's too much work or whatever, no, that's on you. You're cho- you that's a choice. Like embrace that choice, but don't use it as an excuse to why you won't do better, even for yourself. Because at the end of the day, yes, every single person benefits from you being a better human being, but you, above all, benefits the most because you get to live with yourself. Everybody else just gets a pinch of who you are. But imagine if you were everything you've ever admired every quality every sense of contentment peace of mind if you're that to yourself you're getting the whole package everybody else just gets snippets over you every now and then but you get to sleep with yourself you get to live in your own mind you get to live in to me that's the most beautiful picture i could honestly paint in any way or form so don't just log in you know just be about it and go into the details and give yourself time to you know study the whole building restructure you know make sure the foundation is right and just start there you know the excuses are cute and fine but save them for another day because your life is on the line and not in a sense of you know you're losing your life or anything but you know you're if you're gonna wake up every single day to yourself make it worth it and take up that responsibility. It makes a big difference when you become responsible for yourself. You know, instead of waiting for somebody else to save you, instead of waiting for, I don't know, something catastrophic to get you out of here, instead of waiting for all that, try it. To me honest, I'm like, even if... When you don't feel like doing it, do it for the fun of it. Do it as an experiment. Do it to prove yourself wrong or prove yourself right. Just pick it up and try it. But... Um, honestly, because at the end of the day, just enjoyment and compassion should just be enough motivation for us to do what we like to do to be where we want to be just mere raw good goodness it has nothing to do with where you're going when you're done <laughs> or if there's actually a, a place to go this might be it and not in a way that there's nothing more but in the sense that how about you just let today be today and not just pretend like every single day you're working towards some golden staircase what if, what if you get there and it's not there? Then what? So I wish you the best. And I hope you made it to this 40 minute mark. <laughs> but I wish you the best. And just take, take time. Take time and re-question things. You know, like there's nobody on your doorstep waiting to ask you why you're asking why. Why are you being disrespectful? No, because eventually like all that fades away. And we start to create our own limitations. And we get into situations that still re- put us back in that strict environment just to avoid responsibility but try it like I say like try for the fun of it like experiment and see you know what happens when I actually become responsible for my choices what happens when I become present in everything that I do what difference does it make and thank you for being here as always that's my mark to get out of here (laughs) all the best and have a wonderful wonderful time and existence and all the best